0: Hello and welcome to the Ramon Foster Show. He's Ramon. I'm Dan Kovachevich of DK Pittsburgh Sports. And this show is always brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where they have hot, fresh food 24-7. It's like around the clock, Moan, just good stuff. People think of it as a gas station. You know better. I know better.
1: It's more than just that, man. It's a one-stop shop. Isn't that the word we're looking for?
0: It is. It is a one-stop shop for everything. Yeah, let's... Let's get into some football, Moan. Um, you know, I, I I could delay the process of bringing up the offensive line. I could say, hey, let's talk about this other thing. But the fact is, everything that we need to discuss about the Steelers emanates from that one position, doesn't it, right now? Yes,
1: yes it does. Uh, I'll get more into in Well, I'll say this. A group was young, but there's no excuse still too. That group is new to starting full time. This is um this is one of those situations where I kind of like tell people like just because you think you're worthy of something doesn't mean that it should be given to you. Like there are different levels when it come down to what the expectations are. And those guys right now just got to grow. And honestly, they got to grow up really fast. And, and the reason is because of this. It's a little bit because of the past. I think while we were in that moment of our offensive line, and I don't want to make it about what we did, but... We were in a moment of it seems very seamless. It seemed very, oh, we all we know what we're going to get ourselves into. And now we're seeing the other half of it where there's been a hard reset. Not just a reset, but a hard reset from right to left to the guy in the center that held it down for over a decade. So you had an all-pro guy right next to him, and then you had me who had been there for a while, and Al coming to done this thing, and before that it was Gil-like. There's been a steady consistency amongst that line from when it was me and Marquise of the last group that was there and then you get gill and then you get Beecham, and then you get dave and then you get Al. like there has been no drop off we've been on autopilot for a while so seeing this line it's it's obvious why it's the number one topic in the city of pittsburgh the state of pennsylvania probably for the most part because you're playing for a hall of fame quarterback um and there was some stuff that i saw on film man that was very very uncharacteristic of what that line has been before me and while i was there you getting getting your quarterback hit is one thing everybody has had that Uh-oh. but the clip that everybody was talking about oh, yeah. was Ben looked like he got hit by a car
0: he did two cars like
1: two cars and and again it's one of those things oh are you taking up for your quarterback well, No, no 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 nobody likes to get their quarterback hit but it's gonna happen people don't don't act like it's not gonna happen from the best player in the world that's ever played offensive line to one of the, the lesser guys that's ever played offensive. You're gonna get them hit. But it's a this the fact of having pride in your job a little bit. It's the fact of also knowing that look, that will at least reassuring them that won't happen again. And I think that's just what we are to whereas I ain't gonna say take pride in because I know they do, but it's a factor of like, hey, you ask for these, you work for these starting positions, you're in them now. Now you got to uphold what comes along with that. And and you know I got my guys, my group, me, Marquise, Al, and Dave talk. And it was one guy in the group that sent that message. Uh, I had saw it on social media, but the one where Ben looked like he got flung like he was a crash dummy and nobody was there to help him up.
0: Nobody was there to help him up. Turn no the other right. direction.
1: And, and I always took pride in that, too. And even my wife and kids even bring that up, to It It's like any time the running back was down, you first want to pick him up because they're working for me so I can work for them. If they see me excited to go work for them, then they're going to do the same thing when it's time for me to block for them. Mm-hmm. Or if I have a bad play, we haven't understand that we have a relationship. And I'll just be honest, it was Marquise. It's like, dog, what is this? This is disrespectful. It's like well, we'll never do this. Like, what are we losing right now? And I'll just say this. He gave kudos to a guy that I know we give him crap about his, you know, his public persona sometimes. But Zach, he takes pride in that type of stuff. That's one thing I was uh I was talking to uh Brooke, who works with ESPN about you know the offensive line transition over. And I was just saying, if anything, as much as we give Zach crap, he takes pride in making sure the guys are together um the 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 job at hand protecting the quarterback getting the running back you see him downfield and that's one thing I'm looking to see at least shake up a little bit when he get back in and I was just a little shocked honestly because I we've all put our fingerprints on that group in some type of capacity and that's one thing that they heard us talk about is taking pride in protecting seven and making run lanes for the for the running back then I'm kind of I ain't disappointed, but I'm kind of just, you know, side-eyeing a little bit. Like, I I can't believe that happened. And maybe it was a one-time thing, but I've actually seen it more than once in this league. I mean, more than once this season already. And it's not okay. And I don't want to continue to go on, but you see where I'm at with this thing, though, too. So Al, like I said, Alejandro Villanueva, he's in this group chat with us. And we were talking about other offensive linemen in the just conversation piece, and... um. I was talking about his tenure in Baltimore, how that's going right now. And he's just saying, like, and the reason I said this group don't know what they asked for by being in these positions, and that's okay, too. But I was like, dog, being in another locker room right now and hearing how other defenders that I'm with right now, Justin Houston, Calais Campbell, I forget Mm -hmm. who else is in that room over there in Baltimore. But he was like, y'all would be shocked on how they talk about us. There was no better offensive line than what we had in Pittsburgh. He's saying this, right? these are wow. dudes that are talking about what we did. So now the reason I said the teams are going to go harder at this group is because there is a line that's been set. And and because of that, you're going to get attacked. It's almost like, honestly, the day that Alabama gets bad at football, my UT balls are on top. <laughs> Listen to me, DK. I'm piling on, Okay. <laughs> It's just just laundry.
0: It's just uniforms, you know? Yeah,
1: okay. (laughs) That's what I'm telling you, but I'll I'll, I'll see if I can read it verbatim what Alejandro said about our line as far as what other people are pulling up the text right now, and he's just saying the respect factor of what we laid down, man, was insane about what we did. And that's what the city of Pittsburgh got used to. And that's what those guys thought was just going to happen. And I'm not saying they thought it was going to happen, but they're in a position right now to continue that or either take a nosedive. And I'm saying all of this respectfully because I love the dudes that I know in that room. I respect the hell out of Trey Turner too. But this is is just what he says, like, bro, I'm telling you right now. The respect our OL gets is wow. Calais, Justin Houston, McPhee, Brandon Williams, they all talk about it like there was no other offensive line. Wow,
0: that's amazing. That's amazing.
1: I've never been in another locker room. I've talked to other guys, but I ain't ever, you know, when you sit down with somebody. No, with this, is conversation, different. this is different. He's on so their they, side now. He's yeah. on their side. He said. It's, you know, because he's in a new room and he's figuring, you know, stuff out and there's all kind of conversations. But to hear a team that I always respected in Baltimore have guys, I mean, Calais is from another team. Brandon Williams is one of the stoutest nose guards I've ever been around. McPhee, I respect the heck out of him too because they're all players. And to have that be said, and all of those years where you talked about the Cowboys offensive line or Cleveland or, you know what I'm saying? Like those teams, uh, the Rams, He's like, those guys talk about us like there was no other offensive line in the NFL because that's the level of respect. That's how hard we went about it. And even for myself to hear that, the guy that's never had the Pro Bowl, all pro stuff, to be like, man, Mo, they respect the hell out of you. That's what you want from your group. That's what you want, honestly, your peers to say it. I'm not sure if they're saying this right now. These dudes are like bulls in a seeing a red flag right now
0: yeah that's that's the thing Uh, you know with uh, especially with the episode of not not picking up ben it 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 can be a low-hanging fruit moment but it's also accurate and whenever you see that what you want to hear afterward is some kind of reaction some kind of contrition some kind of awareness of it and we did you know kevin Dotson talked about it said it's not going to happen again uh, he said it was just one of those things where they just kind of lost themselves in the moment. Everybody was on the field uh, watching you know. the play, yeah, yeah. And, and, and reacting to the play because the 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 you know I'm not the, I'm the last one to defend anybody on this, but Ben released the football and you can see on the film that they turned around to see where the football went. Trey yeah. Turner, who's a veteran in the league, yeah. who's the closest one to Ben, you can see 51 turn around to see what happened. But again, there's gotta be that sixth sense. Hey, what just happened to my quarterback? Uh, Zach Banner said himself, you will never see that again. I believe it. You will never see that again. Uh, but they have to grow up and they have to grow up in a hurry, not just with this, this anecdotal thing, but performance wise, uh, they have to get it together and they have to do it in a way like like Banner and Dotson were saying, we watched the film, and it's one thing that goes yeah, wrong. Yeah. It's not five things. It's not seven no. things. Uh, Dotson even said, sometimes it's not even us. Sometimes it can be the yeah. tight end. Sometimes it can be something else. But it's just one thing, and it throws everything off. It, and I can see does. where that gets frustrating. But, Moan, they got to
1: stop it. I know, I know, and I'm with you. And the thing is, if it was one game, then we have some, you know, like man, that mm-hmm. was one game we could talk about it. But oh, you guys had your, been, you guys yeah, would have your. I was there, in
0: I was there in Philadelphia, my friend. Yes, this, exactly. Oh, when the Eagles just ate you guys up all or day. Chicago. Long. Or Chicago, Chicago's the same
1: thing. Like Chicago. that was the same. Like there is. So I'm not saying it it in the sense of being yeah. perfect, but it can't go from one week to the next so this is your third go around, and you can't give this one up again, DK. And that's all I'm saying. And, again, it's almost like instant replay. The touchdown is good until you slow it down. <laughs> so right now, being able to see that clip over and over again and see Ben get pow drive backward and hey, have national analysts and us talking about, man, they shouldn't have did this to Ben. Like, that's when it becomes a, a bad thing. And what I don't want to see is this an overreaction either. And, again, for my guys that hear this or see this, like, this we all kind of went through this mm-hmm. but it's a factor of like you gotta know that listen and pay attention to the guys in front of you because it's it's a part of you that you want to continue and say man y'all y'all holding it down and right now like you said it, it ain't just all of them but this ain't where we expect this O line to be when you got again all the skill. They have talent. A hell of a running back. They have talent. And a quarterback so far that's proven that, look, my arm is back. My legs are back. I'm throwing guys off of me. And you want that last piece, DK, to really bring it on, man. Yep. Well, wow. When we come back, we'll, we'll talk about
0: Steelers versus Bengals, but specifically from the prism of another point of concern for the Pittsburgh Steelers when we come back on the Ramon Foster show. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. Believe it or not, the Steelers do have other concerns besides the offensive line. Heading into Sunday's home game against the Bengals, and almost all of them, Ramon, have the word groin in parentheses after them. (laughs) Joe Hayden has a groin injury. Uh, Devin Bush has a groin injury. Alex Highsmith has a groin injury. T.J. Watt, most prominently, has a groin injury. I have to ask you, first of all, about groin injuries mm-hmm. because I know they're different for everybody
1: but I also know that they don't just go away they don't, they don't just heal up they don't man and it's one of those most tedious things groin injury and turf toe probably go hand in hand but because you can't high ankle. As- high ankle would be another one yeah? high ankle <laughs> but at least you can you know walk or like gimp a little bit with the groin you take a sharp move and it's a sharp pain that hits you really really hard man and that sucks like I I it's certain things that you do on the field, like pushing off with your toe, like you'll know you I can't go if I got turf toe. Um what you're growing, you do so many things you don't think about, like opening up, turning, running, sprinting. Like it's a I am gonna say it's not a serious injury, but it's one that can just hinder and linger for a very long time to where you gotta work through it. The rehab on it is very tedious because it's a growing area type of thing. And it's one of those you just gotta let it calm down before you actually get better at it. It's it really ain't a whole lot except trying to speed it up, massage the area, and just re-strengthen it as much as you can. And then it's this this I guess has and kind of hit the, the the uh Steelers a little bit because uh I mean they go hard and, and camp to a point to where it's like, man, you gotta go. And I'm listening to the guys that kind of got them right now. TJ was out a little bit. Uh, um, Devin is coming back from a uh, ACL, mm. so you can't really peg when it's going to happen. But when it does, it sucks, DK. It just simply does.
0: And uh, and when you talk about rehab, not to turn this into some kind of medical clinic or whatever, but the muscles that are in the area in the region mm-hmm. are so difficult to access. And I, yeah, okay? I, I, this is if I sound if I if I'm talking like <laughs> I, I I had this okay and it sucks yeah because you're trying to you're trying to do things for yeah. it, and you want to do things for it, mm-hmm. and they tell you that some of the muscles that are in the region are best accessed. This is going to sound like wacky, but I, I have to I, share. I, I, know, this, I know, I know. Is for for by women who are pregnant yeah. because mm-hmm. they 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 do like Lamas exercises and things mm-hmm. that, that are strengthening that area. That's the kind of stuff that you have to do as 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 an athlete, male or female, to come back from. And it it's my point is. Moan, every guy that I just mentioned, every guy that I just listed, mm-hmm. is a member of this defense who has to be
1: explosive to be yeah. effective. And, and that's where you get off at too. So, and, and the thing about that growing injury too, you'll be walking fine. You might hit yeah. a little jump. Oh, we saw a little TJ. Tried. We saw TJ. He was just yeah like this and like yeah. Well, that's that's not the issue but here. It's as the soon as thing. you dig in. That's when it gets you. Like I said, with the ankle, you can kind of like get yourself through it a little bit. But with that twinge of your groin, it ain't much you can do except, like you said, massage it out, uh, find ways to ice it down. Like, and, and then the thing about the pain of it, too, is it pinches like a, a sharp like needle hitting you, like a hot needle hitting that area. And it's not nice, man. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know what I mean when I say this is it's I'm hoping they can get back. There's usually really no timeline on it. And you just got to kind of ask every day, how is it? Is it better? Try to get a run in.
0: Yeah. When we're talking about this defense, the one area that, that isn't affected by groin injuries is the one that's probably the most affected. And that's the defensive line. Right now, and going into Sunday, Cam Hayward will have neither Stephon to it nor Tyson Alualu. And Tyson, I, I mean, I hope I he comes. It. I hope he comes back this season. Let's put I it that too. way, okay? I, was, I hope it's this season. Uh, fractured ankle, broken ankle. That's there's there's a lot of moving parts in there. And uh, he's been solid
1: too, by the way. Oh,
0: this guy is most. I, I say this all the time: the most underappreciated of all the Steelers. Uh, but yeah. you're now going, Moan, and this is what I want to ask you about here sp- specifically because you lined up against these guys as well. We're now going to see Isaiah Bugs. We're now going to see Carlos Davis. Davis. Uh, we're going to see Chris Wormley. We're going to see all these guys on the field in the equivalent of starting roles because you're going to be rotating around mm-hmm. Cam. And actually, you're going to spell Cam.
1: You, you know you know what's going to be awesome, though, too, and I've seen this done time and time again, D.K., As coach, is Coach T is going to let them guys know this morning, well, yesterday morning, um, look, you can either try to be a starter or we're going to find somebody else after the other guys get back. The fact and how he get guys to buy into our opportunity doesn't get done, I don't think, better by any other coach in the league. You'll see those guys, especially those young guys, Carlos and, and Bugs, play like true veterans because that's what he's gonna ask them to do. And again, especially against the AFC North opponent, too. They're gonna go out there and I expect them to play like Tyson a little, a little, or like Stefan Tua, because it's gonna be necessary. Warmly, he's a true, he's a he's a vet, he's been around the block a whole lot. But if you got the opportunity to get these young guys to get to create. Future depth to create maybe positions in which they can become starters because I think Cam and it both are coming up against the, the line as far as new contracts at some point in time. Cam definitely is deserving of one moving forward. And I think to it is good enough to garner at least a, another contract with the Steelers or with somebody else. So you gotta have a business decision that's gonna be made. These young guys gonna react, I hope, if they're if they're right minded. The way Coach T has always challenged guys put in this position before because of injuries on the team. You know, you you
0: use – and I understand this because of your former position as union rep and you're just – you have a general interest in contracts and stuff, and you're so candid and open about it, but you were also that as a player in the Mm -hmm. locker room. What I'm positive that I've never asked you is if the head coach does it. Like, does he say to Carlos Davis or Isaiah Bugs, hey – you want to get paid someday in the NFL? Show up on Sunday.
1: <laughs> he don't necessarily say it, but he okay. he does everything he, except he, cross that off. You know what okay. I'm saying? We used to have, okay? A coach yeah, yeah. There's, I mean,
0: all roads lead there. Okay, uh, but, so like, yeah, it wouldn't be hard to just hint at it. Look, exactly. You want to show us something. You want to show us something, Carlos or Bugs? L- l- here, yeah. here. You said you can do this. Okay, you tell us you can do this. You're in the classroom every day. You're on the practice field every day.
1: You tell us you can do this here. Go nuts. Yeah, go nuts. do it. And 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 one that did it beautifully, man, was Coach James Daniel, Coach J D when he was there. One thing he said, and former it, tight I mean, end coach, everybody. Former tight end coach, by the way. Uh, he used to use the analogy, man, we got two dogs and one bone. What that means is exactly it's not saying the contract, but somebody is gonna eat and somebody gonna starve. <laughs> and we we're not about That's to split so this you know what i'm saying so it's not it's You're not, not shared directly the yeah but it's hinted. you remember in the in the batman movie when he was like hey we got one spot and he broke the pool stick and like oh, whoever makes it out alive <laughs> you remember that scene that's 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 again it's a game but dog it is a business dk
0: yeah and you know what use whatever you got to use uh because the truth is, there are individual motivations in team sports. I swear. And I've been hearing for the longest time about Davis's freakish athleticism
1: Yeah, at his position. You've talked about it. Mm-hmm. Let's see it. it, uh, I, it you just, know, he's, I would say Coach T introduced that on Wednesday. And that Saturday night meeting... He going to elaborate a little bit. He might even say, former guys, let's take Isaac Redman. He used this one before, Isaac Redman, or he would use me, or he would use Stefan Logan. Remember him? Like, guys mm-hmm. taking advantage and extended careers somehow, some way. Like, I remember him saying, like, Isaac Redman had T-shirts made about him, Red Zone Redmond. Like, he going to make it known you better take advantage because it's sweet eating off that bone. Isaac Redmond lives
0: on with his organ. I, I hear that story constantly. It's amazing. A guy that wasn't around that long, and, and I'm I'm convinced he gave himself the nickname, by the way. I don't know who did You can't bro. get you can't give yourself nicknames. That's like rule number no. one of society. But I'm convinced Red Zone Redmond came right from his corner back there. I'm convinced of it.
1: I think it might have been BA that came up with that, man. Was it? Okay. I think it was oh, that, 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 that
0: wouldn't surprise me either. When we come back on the Ramon Foster show, a slice of life with Moan that you will not want to miss. Ooh. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster show. And it is time as always in our third and final segment for a slice of life and Moan, a lot of people have been urging you to take up coaching. And It have. turns out
1: you took them up on it in a way. I did. I did. It's not what you think. It's 8U Flag Football. 8U Flag Football. That sounds
0: like mass chaos.
1: It is, man. man. So, (laughs) last night... As our uh, first practice, I I will admit I got some little athletes on this team. I'll say this too. My son's on this team, Miles, my youngest. It's eight you, but they're nine years old. All of them are, okay? I don't. They retrograded, I guess, from last year's cancellation.
0: Yeah, it's what – Yeah. oh, I see, because of the pandemic, yeah. (laughs) Because
1: of the pandemic. So they're signed up for that. But they're all nine, and they'll be playing against nines too. So my youngest, Miles, is on the hoops now. I got his little cousin on the team too. My neighbor's kid's on this team too. Uh, So I got those three and I got three new kids. Well, how many? Four new kids. So so it's seven. It's five-on-five flag football. And let me tell you, cancel Madden, okay? Cancel all of the video games that involve football. Take the highlights off of TV. Do everything you need because every single kid out there, DK, to a kid, to a T, is out there trying to juke in space, Cut back all across there. My they're own the, they're hitting the B button. Oh, they're hitting the spin move, the juke move. I'm like, yo, <clears throat> stop. Even my own kid, DK, he knows football. So he's running the ball because I put him at a different position. He's running the ball, carrying it like a loaf of bread, carrying it like shady, <laughs> like Shady McCoy. Oh, you know, no. He, no. I was about to lose it, dog. Uh, I'm like, Miles, stop right now. I was like, why are you carrying that ball like that? And so I had to stop practice, dog, and bring them all in. I was like, guys, look, are you Odell Beckham? No, sir. Are you Saquon Barkley? No, sir. Are you Patrick (laughs) Mahomes? No, sir. Why are y'all out here trying to run around like you're them already? And I had to just simplify it and break it down because I'm not. I'm like, what's the fastest point in order for us to score? Mm -hmm. Go to the end zone. Can we go to the end zone standing spot shaking each other? No, sir. I was like, when you stand in place and try to juke somebody, everybody is running to you. So I don't care what you do, you better be running forward. If you cut, it better be one cut and you better get up field. am DK, I'm not I'm not for the antics on the football field at all. We're gonna play this game right, man. Oh
0: yeah. man, but the move part is something that, that I hadn't concerned, I, I hadn't really considered. When when talking about youth sports, because usually when anyone brings up video games,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the 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 context is they're not even outside in the first place.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Nah. So you at least have a group of children who are outside yeah. in on grass playing the yeah. sport. So you've already achieved.
1: Yeah, no, I, I like I said, but I, gotta, I hadn't thought about trying to live out moves. Yeah. Off the game. My my son is running and skipping and then run again. I'm like, boy, if you don't get upfield and get me my extra yards, <laughs> I'm gonna lose it. But but to your point about the kids, I know my son at the school, they play on the playground, they do like football almost every day they can. So he's and he's chomping at the pit to play tackle. And truth be told, DK, my oldest is a football. Well, he's baseball slash football and a little bit of basketball. My youngest though, all football. I'm telling you right now, this is me in the gloating dad moment. When he finally gets it, he's gonna be monstrous. I see it. And and I'm trying to pull him back to be like, hey, let's make sure we know what we're doing. Do you like and I, I tell him sometimes like and this is what I tell all the kids when you play football, football, there's a meanness to it. There are no friends out here. We compete. And my motto is, if it's a game between me and you, I'm going to step on your neck to get what I want. But I'm not there yet with them, DK.
0: No, you're definitely
1: to, not. We're, I want them to learn. This and, is and be good. flag
0: football here. Flag. Is, it's flag Okay, football. yeah. Dad has to <laughs> bring, bring it back. These, <laughs> but but I also can see, okay, this I, I'm going gonna, gonna to share this with you. Because I, I, coached, I coached youth hockey and I coached my kids yeah. in hockey. And... You can't hold back. You can't. You want to. You tell yourself on the whole drive there, this is the one. This is the one. I am going to be calm. I'm not going to be a parent. I'm going to be a coach. There's a difference. I'm not going to yell, shout,
1: Shoot it! Okay? I'm not going to do that. You just can't. You, you can't. No. And so trying to hold back. DK, what's the position everybody wants to play for the yeah, most they're part?
0: They're all quarterbacks, man. They're all they're quarterbacks <laughs> out of the womb. And I
1: went through that last night, okay? And so I'll say this, full disclosure. My kid is running the quarterback position primarily because his hands are big enough to handle the ball. Mm-hmm. He's watched enough football to understand, do this, do that, and do this. Mm-hmm. But while I'm running these plays, they got wristbands. I got them wristbands. Play one, they look down at the wristband and get it. And every kid in between plays, Coach, can I play quarterback? Coach, can I play quarterback? Between plays? Between plays. awesome. I'm like, the more you ask me, you're not going to do it. And so I'm going through that, and towards the end of the practice, I let two of them do it. One of them was like, "Uh, Coach Foster, I don't want to play quarterback anymore. And I was like, yes, one down. (laughs) You got one down. (laughs) Let's see. son.
0: Son, how do you feel about left guard? <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> and then another one, I let him do it, and it was a handoff on a run play. He threw the ball. I was like, no. Oh, geez. But uh, when it comes down to the game, I'm like, Miles, like you, you got to do it. Like I know it's the cliche coach's kid playing quarterback, but in this case, I let other kids do it, and mine kind of did it better.
0: Where is he going to play
1: my, my kid, my, oh Miles already know it. He's either, if anything, he's a blocking tight end, but he'll be a monstrous D tackle, DN. I think. Oh, probably. he said Yeah, yeah. When, he, when he starts to play, because he's a Miles, RJ is longer, right? RJ's 6'2". Yeah,
0: RJ's really long. 6'2". Yeah. I
1: posted some of his clips on my IG page mm-hmm. of him pitching and hitting. Oh, he almost went over the fist on 300, on the 300-foot field. First time on a big field. <sighs> he smoked it this past week. But Miles, uh, I think, if anything, I'm a uh, if he, he wants to play, I'm gonna put him D tackle.
0: Yeah, because he has more of the capability to.
1: Uh, yeah, he's already got some mass. Like he's uh, out at some point, but he's cam also got Hayward the athleticism. Type. Yeah, yeah, that he's yeah that makes like sense. a young cam man.
0: Yeah, that's uh wow, Coach Foster. And I'm telling I them, I play all, quarterback. Man. I love it. I'm gonna I love give you it. the ball, Ramon. <laughs> we really should do another Ramon Foster show next week. You know that? You send
1: send it like. We're not. Gonna... <laughs> no, I'm not.
0: I just wanted to see your reaction. Hey, this ain't council <laughs> culture between me and you. <laughs>
1: uh, no, no,
0: no. We will be back. Hey, yeah. we appreciate everybody uh, checking this show out. Just want to say yeah. that. And, and uh, uh, I know last week, and, and you know, Ramon, you were looking at some of the comments under it, and you were All like, right. "Hey, they kind of like this.
1: Like,
0: yeah, <laughs> they like you. Yeah, you know, i the comments. Hey, I'm funny. in the comments too, man." So, uh, anyway, let's do it again next
1: week. I'm all for it, DK. I'll be here. All right, Moon. Take care, man.